Donald Trump blasts transgender ideology, while Pope Francis, on the other hand, visits his transsexual friends again, approves of gay unions, and says gay couples should feel free to take their adopted kitties to church. Abby Johnson's Catholic Identity Conference talk gets removed from YouTube, while Pope Francis gets a YouTube original and a Netflix series. Why is the Pope so popular with big tech? Hello again, ladies and gentlemen. I am Michael Matt, and this is the Remnant Underground. Ding dong, yet another wicked witch bites the dust. Got longtime YouTube chief Susan Wojcicki. She is stepping down. She announced so in a blog post today. After nearly 25 years here at the company, I've decided to step back from my role as the head of YouTube and start a new chapter focused on my family, health, and personal projects that I am passionate about. Oh, I, I see. So it has nothing to do with the fact that even the whacked out TikTok is giving YouTube a run for its money. It's got nothing to do with that. She just wanted a change of pace. I get, I get it. Now, the thing is, everybody knows what's going on here. And I'm not, we're not even claiming that this is good news because it's, it's YouTube, it's big tech. But if you Google a specific video right now, it used to be the top 10 options were all YouTube videos, right? We all saw that. Now, right now, today, if you Google a video like that, you're going to have to scroll way down to find the YouTube options. And usually you got to type YouTube into the, into the, the search bar even. Okay. And that shows you that people have had enough. They're doing their own thing. They're starting their own platforms. Just like, just like we have done here at Remnant TV. YouTube at the moment needs a coach because fans are fed up. They need a new coach. You know, fans are, <laughs> are tired of losing. They're fed up with the Gestapo's censoring of independent thinkers, independent thought, right? But it's not going to change anything because they're too heavily invested with globalist corporations to actually ever make any difference. So old Susan Goebbels here is going to be replaced by something called Neil Mohan, who apparently, by all reports, is just as censorship happy as ever. So there you have it, friends. There's, there's where, we're, where we are now, at the end of an era for, you, for YouTube, obviously, and who cares? That is why we spent here tens of thousands of dollars breaking our own dependence on YouTube. And as I've said so many times, that's thanks to you. I want to talk a little bit of shop tonight because this is a very important moment. We've been banned from YouTube. We're down right now. Uh, and I want to tell you why. But I also want to make sure you understand that this is all part of, the, part of the game plan. We've been expecting it, anticipating it for a long time. You invested in us. We invested in our own platform. And the, per the point of that is because we're all in the digital gulag and we need to break out. This is really, really getting serious, especially right now, especially right now with what's happening. We need to have some serious conversations about it as adults about how we're going to break out of this, this dependence on the enemy. This week over at Remnant TV's YouTube channel, for example, my friend and pro-life warrior, Abby Johnson, who used to be a the head of a Planned Parenthood, you know, group contingency. And she, she was at the CIC this past year, the Catholic Identity Conference, and she gave a powerful talk defending young women. Now, mark this, this is what she was doing. She was defending young women from the exploitation of monsters, <laughs> from human traffickers. And here's what happened. You see that? Turns out this now violates YouTube's community standards. And here, here's, here's what Abby said, keeping in mind, 
From what I can tell, having poured over this video, they're concerned that Abby was defending women, especially young women, from being exploited, from being injured, and from being killed. This violates the medical standards of YouTube. Here's what Abby was saying. Because we know, based on undercover video that has been exposed for years, that the abortion industry is a safe haven for abusers. What you just saw was banned, taken down, and they gave our, our channel a strike. We can't post for having done that, created that, or committed that crime. What you're about to see is on YouTube right now, no problem. So what do you think a drag queen is? Uh, a queen of dragons. We really are. We entertain, we lip sync, we are funny. We're like clowns, but prettier. And I get to hang out with people like you. Isn't that awesome? Now you see those little kids? Those little tots? At some point in this ghastly performance, this drag queen thing, I don't know what pronoun it uses, we'll use it. Ask the little kids, how many of y'all want to be a drag queen someday? Right? That's a predator going after little kids in a publicly funded library. And YouTube has got no problem with that because they're protecting the community. Now, don't you think it's, I, I know we've gone over this, we've gone over it for a couple of years, everybody's aware of it, but let's just review tonight. Don't you think it's getting just a little bit ridiculous that we're still hanging on here? I'm trying to fight a war and basically what we're saying is, please, Mr. Satan, can we post our videos on your platform? Is that okay, Mr. Satan? We promise not to say anything that you won't like. We promise to comply. Well, well this, is, this is another psyop. This makes people crazy after a while. This isn't a crusade, this is stupid. Trying to placate the monsters at YouTube or any other social media, big tech social media platform. Now the latest print edition of The Remnant, our Remnant columnist, my good friend in Tokyo, Jason Morgan, interviewed a hero, an American military hero, a guy by the name of Lieutenant Colonel Pete Chambers. He's a war hero, decorated US Army medical doctor who's also got you know, bronze stars and all sorts of medals and accommodations for his work as defense of our country. Now, he retired from the military recently because of the so-called vaccine. Here's a little bit of what, what he's been on the circuit saying lately. We were sitting at 28% vaxxed. I started noticing as the, as the vaccines started to increase to where we're about 30, 35% neurologic deficits to include, stand by, strokes, pulmonary embolus, uh, cerebral bleeds. These are not simple things. I had six soldiers throughout that period of time ended up in the ICU. Now, I was fortunate in that mine, mine was a, a lesser, but it's a neurologic event. Uh, and it affected me in vertigo, instability, things like that. Not the kind of thing you want to do when you're jumping out of a plane at 12,000 feet, looking at your altimeter in the middle of the night, and then trying to pull your chute as you'd start tumbling through the air. Now you can see what kind of caliber this guy is, right? Most countries would be thrilled to have a hero like this, to have a guy who will take a stand for his fellows, for people who are serving our country, right? We'd be thrilled to have, not our country. In fact, I tried to promote Lieutenant Colonel Chambers. I tried to promote his, inter his remnant interview um, on Facebook, <laughs> and the post was immediately and obviously shadow banned, like it didn't even exist, right? Just the other day. So I'm looking at this thinking, what kind of a country, what's happening 
to us. Why are any of us messing around with these ridiculous platforms? So I thought, you know what, <laughs> obviously what I have to do is take a picture of my coffee cup to make a point. Took a picture of my own coffee cup, posted that right above the post about this war hero trying to save our lives, trying to save our country, which was shadow banned by Facebook. And the coffee pot, the coffee cup post did pretty well. Quite a little discussion about my coffee cup on Facebook. <laughs> and I said to myself, what a crack-brained world <laughs> we live in now. What, 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 what are we doing here? What are we all doing here? When do we stir ourselves? <laughs> when do we wake up? When do we stop complying, voluntarily complying with this massive psyop of stupidity. And meanwhile, by the way, our buddy Pope Francis, he's got no problem with social media. He's a huge star on social media and big tech, right? Big time, big, 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 big star, superstar. The vicar of Christ is a superstar, while Christ himself is banned by big tech. Francis can say whatever he wants. Here he is. This is a man who, who's opened his heart to the hearts of all of humanity. This is a man who cries with humanity, who laughs with humanity, who suffers with humanity. This is Pope Francis. Streaming in virtual cinemas nationwide March 26th. Now follow me here. It's Pope Francis, the guy who's supposed to be reminding the world to turn back to Christ, to repent, to save their souls. Here's Pope Francis doing a YouTube. YouTube just did an original documentary, what they call YouTube Original Documentary. Keeping in mind now, they threw Abby Johnson off a couple days ago on the off YouTube. They're, they've got Francis doing original documentary films. This one's called The Letter. We talked about, it, talked about it before. Featuring as a star, Pope Francis. There's more. Netflix, which conscientious parents all around the world are rooting this garbage out of their own homes, Netflix. But Netflix is doing a whole series starring Pope Francis. Uno, dos, tres, cuatro, sí, va bene. Para mí hoy es importante para el futuro de la humanidad que los jóvenes hablen con los viejos. I want you to review in your mind and ask yourself, why is this happening? YouTube, Netflix, all the big bad guys, social media, United Nations, they're all promoting Pope Francis. Now, what, is, what does that tell you? <laughs> whose, side, whose side is Pope Francis on? Now, I, I, think, I think that you, you know that by now. We all do. Right now, Francis is getting ready to bless and approve sodomy. Somos todos hijos de Dios. Y Dios nos quiere como estamos y con la fuerza que luchamos cada uno por nuestra dignidad. El ser homosexual no es un delito. No es un delito. Sí, pero es pecado. Bueno, primero, distingamos pecado por delito. 
Pero también es pecado la falta de caridad con el prójimo. ¿Y vos cómo andás? La condena de la homosexualidad viene de, de, de lejos. Hoy día, por ejemplo, creo que los países que tienen condena legal son más de 50 condenas legales. Y de esto creo que 10 más o menos, o un poquito por ahí, tienen la pena de muerte. No la nombran directamente, pero dicen eh, aquellos que tienen actitudes antinaturales, o sea, buscan decirlo de manera escondida. Pero hay países que tienen esta fuerza de tendencia, o al menos culturas que tienen esa, esa fuerte tendencia. ¿no? El, creo que es injusto acá a la audiencia. Yo recibo grupos de personas así. Now you gotta think about this. Think of the ramifications of this. Think about what you just saw. And don't let him fool you with this false distinction between sin and crime. See, that only works in a world that still believes in sin. Ours does not. So uh, follow me here. According to the Pope, countries that say that acts of sodomy are unnatural are being, according to the Pope, unfair. He's going to do something about that. But friends, that's exactly what the Catholic Church has been has taught for thousands of years. It's what she has always taught, infallibly taught. It's a matter of moral theology. That is dogmatically defined. That sodomy is an unnatural sin that cries to heaven for vengeance. And this is based on scripture. But according to Francis, not so anymore. That's unfair. But the tendency, And don't forget now, Pope Francis has all... The reason I'm bringing this up, not just to push, beat up on Francis... But because I want you to see that in the course of the next year, in a very short period of time, you're going to have a choice to make. We are all going to have a very serious choice to make. Do we follow Christ or do we follow Francis? He's already approved gay unions. In a documentary about his life which premiered at the Rome Film Festival, the pontiff said he thinks same-sex couples should be allowed to have civil unions. Humana telling filmmakers, homosexual people have the right to be a family. They are children of God. What we have to have is a civil union law. That way they are legally covered. Now, in this new documentary, he says, Pope says, he wants sodomite couples to show up at church with their adopted children. Imagine if you go to church, you're going to mass, down the pew, a couple of dudes come in with an adopted child. Francis wants that to happen, wants your children to see that. In the documentary called Francesco, the Pope is also seen encouraging two gay men to attend church with their children. Well, there's a lot of things we can say about scandal, which apparently doesn't even exist anymore, according to Francis. But I, would, I think the most obvious question is, and of course this has nothing to do with hating homosexuals, and of course that's what Francis wants us to be saying, but none of us have ever said that. The church has always taught from the moment of our, from our Lord's own lips all the way down through time. You hate the sin, not the sinner, right? But the question is, are these couples celibate? The ones that adopted the child and are living together and they're coming to church, says Francis. They're forming a family. Says, are they celibate? <laughs> and does that matter? Well, Holy Father doesn't tell us. He doesn't say, he doesn't give us any guidance on that. He says he doesn't endorse gay marriage. <laughs> Of course, it makes a big distinction there. Do you see a big distinction With, between that and a, and, a, and a gay union? They're already living together. They're already adopting little, little children. 
and we're supposed to golf clap Francis when he says, well, it's not marriage, not technically. <laughs> so he does endorse then. The vicar of Christ on earth, the successor of St. Peter, the supreme pontiff, endorses sodomitical shacking up. Right? There's no other way to interpret that. The Supreme Pontiff endorses sodomitical adoption of little children, a papal blessing of gay unions from Francis presumably includes a papal blessing, and obviously, of sodomy itself. Because nowhere does he say there's any problem with sodomy. Whatever happened to that? You're going to to beat me up for that, for saying that? For saying, isn't it strange that Pope Francis seems to be ignoring the moral theology of his own church, the church he supposedly heads up? This is me being a bad guy? I gotta be more respectful, gotta obey the pontiff, don't be divisive, really? What are you gonna do with this information? What are your children gonna do with this information? A pope blessing sodomy, what are you gonna do with this? And of course that's what he's doing, otherwise what in the world are we talking about here? At the very least, Francis is talking about sodomites publicly living in sin. That used to be called a scandal that cried to heaven for vengeance, and again, for the, for, the, for the men who are involved in this, women who are involved in this, we, our arms are open wide to them. We want to tell them the truth. Their souls hang in the balance. This has nothing to do with hate, Francis. You know what these, you know what these people adopt, little kids? What's going to happen to these kids? And then they're going to go to church as a family? They don't need a mom, your holiness. Women are not necessary to this family of yours. They do not need a mother's influence in their lives because well, love is love. How is this not child abuse? He's greenlighting a sin, the acceptance of, of which has always been the number one sign of civil, civilizational collapse. <laughs> And Francis is saying they need to have gay unions and we need to have protection under the law, whatever he's, whatever he's saying. Make it legitimate rather than share with them the teaching of the church. Francis says sodomites with kids should be considered a family and that they should go to church again. I guess as long as they don't attend the Latin Mass, Francis is fine with that. Pope Francis published a letter on the liturgy this June, nearly one year after the motu proprio Traditionis Custodes, which limits the celebration of the traditional Mass. In the 15-page apostolic letter Desiderio Desideravi, the Pope said he wanted to invite the whole Church to rediscover, to safeguard, and to live the truth and power of the Christian celebration. In this letter, Pope Francis calls for taking Holy Communion more seriously. He advocates for liturgical formation beyond the academic environment to be accessible to all in order to revive a sense of wonder at the mystery of the sacrifice of the Mass. (laughs) Oh, yes, Francis, we all are truly amazed by what's happening in your Nova Sordo churches. Absolutely amazing. He's letting that insanity go. 
and he's crushing the traditional Latin mass of Christendom for 2,000 years, the liturgy of 2,000 years. As that's all, I certainly don't think a couple of ponies at the altar are divisive. Do you? No, of course not. And all this is happening, by the way, as institutionalized sexual abuse of children, such as never even entered into the minds of men <laughs> in the history of mankind, sexual abuse of kids now has reached pandemic levels. Even, ironically enough, Donald Trump has enough guts to speak out against what's going on. The left-wing gender insanity being pushed on our children is an act of child abuse. Very simple. That if any teacher or school official suggests to a child that they could be trapped in the wrong body, they will be faced with severe consequences, including potential civil rights violations for sex discrimination. We will promote positive education about the nuclear family, the roles of mothers and fathers. There's Donald Trump speaking truth. Where are the bishops? Where is Pope Francis on this? Well, I mean, Pope Francis now recently, for the fourth time, met with his transgender friends in Rome. So that's where Francis stands. And again, you're going to take this out on me. I'm the problem. I'm disrespectful. You got to be nicer, man. You got to give the Pope the benefit of the doubt. <laughs> All I'm doing is telling you what he's doing. I'm just the messenger. You gotta make up your own minds how you're gonna how you're gonna decipher this and what you're gonna do with it. It's not my fault though. I'm just pointing out what the man is saying and doing. He's he's calling, he's canceling right now the Latin Mass because he says we reject Vatican II. And as we pointed out in our last show, that's exactly what the Federal Bureau of Investigation accuses us of rejecting Vatican II. So now you're going to have to face that. Francis is actually so ticked off at fidelity and orthodoxy, faithful practice of the faith, that he apparently is enlisting the, enlisting the aid of the FBI to shut you down. And you think the FBI is never going to get involved with, you, with your church, with your community? You think that's never coming? That's what we're having this show. That's why we're having this conversation. Because really soon, after the Pope has full-on green-lighted sodomy and as families and adopting children and everything else, if you object at all, knock, 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 FBI's at the front door. Hate speech, you're a hate criminal. Where are your kids? Because we're taking them with us. Because you don't deserve them. You're dangerous to society. Even the Pope agrees with us. So you think this isn't going to affect you? I would imagine that's exactly what the Catholic pro-life warrior Mark Hook thought, too, before the FBI came to his house in the middle of the night. On September 23rd, 2022, Mark Houck's children awoke to FBI agents banging on their front door. I was scared, and I looked out the window, and there was a lot of police there. And I saw guns putting up Ronnie and Daddy. The DOJ charges against Mark stemmed from a 2021 incident where Mark pushed an abortion clinic volunteer who was harassing his son. Local authorities ultimately dismissed these charges. Now, I'm pleased to announce, as everybody already knows, this is great news, that he won in court. Mr. Huck won in court. The FBI looks ridiculous, thanks be to God. But just curious, did you hear anything from the Vatican, from Pope Francis, speaking out in defense of this father of seven children, this Catholic pro-lifer who was thrown in jail unjustly, falsely accused? Did you hear Francis come out and speak at all about this outrage? How could he have done that? He was too busy 
making documentaries for YouTube. The Vatican releases Pope Francis' wildly anticipated encyclical on the environment. La naturaleza grita. Oh, goodness, it's difficult, isn't it, to maintain charity? You know, it all started years ago with Francis making his little shows with Bono from U2, and it's just so woke and so cool, and everybody loves him, right? But now as he's shutting down faithful Catholics, little kids, little families, right? As he's doing all this, and then he's making these, these, these ridiculous documentaries that nobody watches, well... A good priest friend of ours had the opportunity to preview one of Francis's new documentaries, and here was his reaction. Yes, uh, the sign of contradiction that Francis once was, or that the Pope once was, is no longer, no longer so, no longer there. Francis is beloved by big tech, as I say. What is so ironic? Big tech, YouTube, making documentaries with Francis, while people like Abby Johnson are getting thrown off. <laughs> off YouTube for defending the babies too much. Pope Francis warmly praised by Joe Biden and his team of Gamorians, if that's a word, recently when they visited the Vatican. Today at the Vatican in Rome, where the president and the first lady are meeting right now at this moment with his holiness, Pope Francis. So there's your abomination of desolation in the holy place, friends. Sodomites and baby killers being warmly embraced inside the Vatican, embraced by the Pope, right there over the bones of St. Peter himself. If that isn't the abomination of desolation in the holy place, I don't know what is or what could be. You can't make it up. You know? And then, by the way, look at the, look at the traditional and ritual display that was put on inside the Vatican in honor of the President of the United States, the Catholic President, Joe Biden. <laughs> so they stripped, they stripped the liturgy of anything of that sort, any of the traditions, the customs, right down to the costumes of the Swiss Guard. Everything is beautiful, traditional, customary, you know. <laughs> it's all there. Yeah, it's all there for Joe Biden. But they strip it out of the mass for God. That's what Biden gets, and this is more apt to be what God gets in the church that Pope Francis is building. So there you have it, friends. That's what's going on right now, you know, and I just think that while we still have the opportunity to, to stand up and to organize ourselves, we need to really do so because things are heating up. So here at Remnant TV, as I've, as I've touched on before, we're, we're done. We're, we've completed the project. We're ready to go. What we're trying to do now is we're trying to circumvent the algorithms of big tech. What we're doing is we're going on offense, and I need you to help me out because it's dependent on all of us working as a team. I hope you're with me on this. Because it's all about algorithms, and here's what I mean. If you go over to our YouTube channel right now, you're going to see what I would call, I call a statistical impossibility. Walter put this up on the screen. Look at this. Three weeks ago, it's our program, The Remnant Underground, some 66,000 views, just about 1,000 comments. Great, right? The weird thing, friends, 100% of those comments are positive. 100%, not a single negative comment. No, I'm good, but this is ridiculous. What are the chances that I'm getting a 100% approval rating 
week after week after week. You see what I'm getting at? It's a fine-tuned algorithm. They're putting us in a gulag, an echo chamber of their creation. So we can't reach anybody that doesn't already more or less agree with us, at least enough to subscribe to our channel and do whatever. Big tech has confined us to an echo chamber. Now, two years ago, before YouTube demonetized us and started fixing this for us, this certainly was not the case. And we'll see with this, with this particular video, 10,000 comments. Comments which agreed with us, disagreed with us, mocked us, cursed us, the whole bit. What is normal and natural in a court of public opinion or in a public place, a public square, to have all sorts of responses. Well, that's not happening on YouTube anymore. You know, over the past couple of years, they've fixed the algorithm for us, and now everybody agrees with me. It's fantastic. So we need to circumvent that algorithm, because that's how you fight in the real world versus the virtual one that big tech controls. So here's an example. I'll let you go. It's been a year since the war heated up in Ukraine, the war which has, for the moment at least, put the Great Reset, the New World Order, on hold. Right? That's what's going on there. Wherever you come down on whatever side, that's what that conflict has done. It's put the Great Reset on the back burner. Now, almost immediately, because big tech knew exactly what was going on, big corporation knew exactly what, was, what, what this meant when Russia broke ranks and started throwing monkey wrenches into the whole smoothly operating system of building the New World Order, immediately... YouTube changes its, its community guidelines prohibiting any deviation from the mainstream media narrative on Ukraine. I'll throw some of this up on the screen. It says YouTube at the time when the war really heated up in Ukraine. Our teams have now removed more than 1,000 channels and over 15,000 videos for violating our policy around misinformation. Ah, I see. Misinformation, is that what we're calling it now? Now that was one year ago, friends, March 11th, 2022. So what did we do? With your help, once again, because we're not confined to YouTube, we went full on Sophie Scholl. We made this video, these a series of videos on what was really going on in Ukraine. This video picked up 400,000 views on rendendashtv.com in two days. Before the month was out, we'd reached nearly two million views. Now today, lots of people have come to realize what's happening, what's really happening in Ukraine, but not so one year ago. So do you see how it works? Do you see what happened? If we allow ourselves to be locked inside big tech's echo chamber, we're going to be talking to ourselves and that's it. They control the opposition. So right now, we can't even post on YouTube. Right now, this week, Remnant TV, we can't even post new content on YouTube until some blue-haired, tattooed, 19-year-old, transgendered, pro-abort chick says it's okay that we post again on YouTube. Isn't that preposterous? Of course it is. <sighs> and we got to make a move. Even if it means just to spread the word, as far as how you can help us do this, how you help, help us fight back, spread the word. Remnant TV is on offense. Remnant TV is done with big tech. Remnant TV is off their grid. They cannot control Remnant TV ever again. Do you want proof? I'll give you proof right now in real time. Because we're on remnant-tv.com, read my lips. Our enemies know the effects of the biological warfare they are waging against us right now. I am 100% convinced that the virus and the so-called vaccines are biological warfare. The World Health Organization 
working for the top members of the globalist pantheon, coordinates with its counterparts inside the United States government to bring America under globalist control. The pandemic is the vehicle for surrendering American sovereignty to international bureaucrats. And the COVID vaccines are killing people. Now, look, nothing happened. We didn't get a strike from YouTube for saying that. This video didn't come down even though I said that. I guarantee, in fact, that it won't come down. We can say what we want and what needs to be said, and then you can take what needs to be said and you can share it with everybody because they can't control it. Big tech has no power here anymore because everything going on right now is a psychological operation. It's a psyop and it's meant to control you, to brainwash you and your children. It is designed to make you a good citizen of the new world order they hope to build. You don't want that. I don't want that. And it's time, time is now to stand up and fight against it right now. So I would ask you to spread the word, please. <laughs> Render TV is, is taken down from YouTube and we're, we're here, we're gonna be releasing and premiering right here at remnant-tv.com, so join us. <laughs> and to paraphrase now, Lieutenant Colonel Chambers, let's go out and show the world what it looks like when men and women refuse to walk in the spirit of fear. God bless you all, and we'll see you next, next week right here on remnant-tv.com where Christ is King and Big Brother can pound sand. <laughs>